as a business owner and a marketer, you've probably heard the concept of you've got to be more transparent. But do you even really know what that means and how that's going to impact lasting client relationships, nurture your business growth? Well, we're here to answer those questions. So in this week's episode of The Growth Engineers, Atiba and I are going to dig deep into this concept of transparency and how you can utilize it to really move your business forward. So stay tuned. So Atiba, transparency, this term is thrown out in all different types of concepts within business and marketing. For today's episode of The Growth Engineers, set some Mm -hmm. context for us, if you would. What are we talking about? Frame up transparency so we can kind of dig into this thing. Yeah, you know, it's such an interesting topic, right? And I was in a room about a year ago where Ryan Dice talked about transparency and he freaked me out. Because he said in that room, we need to have transparency. And what that means is everybody in your company should have access to your P&L statement. That's profit and loss statement. And I said, you're insane. (laughs) 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 Right? And his bigger point there, though, was one of understanding that there's so often when we hoard information, or we don't tell the truth. You see, in both sides are anti-transparency, okay? And what he's saying is we have to be willing to share. We have to be willing to give. We have to be willing to be open. But the big question is, where does it start? Yeah. Where does it start? So tell us, so wh- where does it start? I mean, do I have to give everybody a copy of my business bank statements in my business and show them what my 401k, is that what we're talking about? Or where do I begin? Where it starts is with you. Okay. You, you, the one who's listening to us right now, it starts with you. You have to be transparent with yourself and honest with yourself. Look, Dean just brought up about the business bank statement and I said the profit and loss and some of you cringe because Y'all don't even know what's going on in your business financially. You think you're in one place, but you don't quite know, or you know you're in a bad place, but you're acting like you're not. That's not transparency. You're not being honest with you. You're not being open with you. That's just on the financial side. What about the growth of your business? What about the way you, where your business is good, where your business is bad? Listen. Your business sucks at some stuff. If it doesn't, you're not in business because we're all bad at things. We're all great at things too. That's why we're successful in business. And sometimes we like to not look at those things that we're bad at and really look in the mirror. But transparency in business and, this, and why this is so important, because this is going to be Dean's next question. So I'm just going to beat him to the punch. Yeah, get Y'all me, with get me on that. <laughs> why this is so important is because your customer today, we've talked about service, not selling. We've talked about the collaborative environment of selling. Your customer today wants that. They want openness. They want transparency. But it has to start with you being completely honest open and transparent with yourself about what's going on in your business. And it's hard. 
Let me just be honest with you. It's hard because so many of us lie to ourselves. We do. We lie to ourselves left and right. And I can tell you this and be totally honest with you because I've lied to myself. And every time I've lied to myself, it was only a matter of time before that business or that company went under. And it went under for the exact thing I was lying to myself about. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know if you've ever read any of Richard Branson's books, you know, the founder of Virgin, everything, yeah. right? He was really transparent with himself and the people around him early in his career, where he realized that his skill, his secret source was coming up with ideas and bringing amazing people together to execute. He was transparent with his team that he's not the marketing genius. He's not the sales genius. He's not the operations genius or the finance genius. He could dabble. But he was 100% transparent that his job was idea and bring a team together and then get out, yeah. heck out of the way. Yeah. So as you think about yourself as a business owner, we dabble in every area. It's kind of the business, kind of the job. But be transparent. Be honest yeah. with yourself. Yeah. And to Richard's point, after you're honest with yourself, you have to be honest with your team. Now, this is the first step of scary. Okay. This is the first step of scary because if it's done incorrectly, your team will undermine you. I'm just going to be honest with you about that. They will because, and I've seen this, I've seen business owners who show up and they're honest by self-deprecating. Well, I'm not good at this and I'm, I suck at this and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not. And then the team feels like, well, so why am I here? Why am I taking direction from you when you suck? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. And it's not about that either, right? Transparency there with your team is, hey, listen, like I've, I've got a guy on our team, Marco, right? Who reports to me directly. And when Marco started, Marco started to take over a piece of my role that I was absolutely sucking at. I was the bottleneck. I was causing problems. The clients were unhappy and it was my fault. Okay. And when Marco started, I said, Marco, I'm going to help you map this whole process so you understand. We have the whole process, and I'm going to show you where I'm involved in this process of the stuff that I do and I do really well and what I understand. Now, there are going to be some pieces that I'm not very good at, Marco, that when we hired you, we realized you were very good at. And so that's where we're going to come together and where you're going to pick up and take off from where I left off. Okay. It's a very different positioning, but it's also very transparent. And I remember Marco laughing so many times. He was like, I've never had a boss who told me where they were strong and where they were weak and where I fit in. Like, yeah, because that's called being transparent. We know where our roles are. We know how we fit. We know where we complement now. Okay. Transparency isn't abdication either. Nope. And sometimes we feel that way. And if you feel that way, go read the fantastic book, The E-Myth Revisited. Okay. You don't hire someone and just abdicate a role. That's absolutely wrong. But you see, we have to be transparent with our teams. Transparency with our teams also looks like honesty. It looks like the reality of, hey, when I screw up, I tell the team that I screwed up. I made a mistake. This was my mistake. And here's how I'm going to fix it. 
Likewise, when they mess up, hey, we messed up in this place. This is how we're going to fix it, right? Likewise, as a company, this is where we're good. This is where we're not so good, mm-hmm. right? Perfect example of that. I had someone come to me and she said, you know, I know we're hiring. And so there's a part of my role that I don't really like and I don't feel I'm very good at. Can you hire someone else to do this role? Right. Uh, take this away from me. And, and I appreciated her transparency of how she was feeling. And my response to her was, we are hiring and we're hiring because we're growing. And because we're growing, we need more of these types of people. And right now, our dollars and energy are focused at hiring those types of people to fill those roles to service the new clients coming in. You're actually really good at this job. Understand that you don't care for this piece of it, but you're actually doing a really great job. And it's not that we don't want to help you, but we can't right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because all she's seeing is, well, you're hiring and spending money on people. Why can't I get help? Yeah, hand up. Hey, hey, yeah. All right. <laughs> right? And so you have to, to, to reciprocate that transparency back in how you communicate to them in a level of respect, right, to show, okay, not that we don't care about you, but here's why. Here's what you think you're seeing, and here's what's really going on. That was the point as to why Ryan Dice said, hey, show your financials to everyone. Because people think there's tons of money coming in. Why can't I have more? Yep. Yep. And what they miss is all the stuff that gets paid in order for them to make the money that they do make. Right? All the different things that have to be covered. And so the transparency is showing the picture, the full picture of what's going on. So people have that level of understanding. Now, why are we spending so much time talking about this? Okay. And so, sorry, Dean, I'm going to answer your next question too. <laughs> this is the easiest hosting job Dean has ever I'm going to go take had, a nap. Y'all. I'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> but this is a, a conversation I'm super, super passionate about because the, the key here is if you're going to be transparent with yourself and really be able to look at yourself in the mirror and be honest and truthful to yourself, then extend that to your team. Have your team extend that back to you. And you build this culture of openness and transparency. Then when you get to talking about your external communication with your clients, whether that is in marketing, whether that is in sales, whether that's in fulfillment, that transparency then conveys. Mm -hmm. You see, here's why I'm I'm passionate about this, okay? I'm passionate about this because I didn't always understand it. And I used to think it was okay in my marketing to be transparent, to share stuff, to make it seem like we were this open book of transparency and sharing and so on and so forth. And then the client would fall in love with what they saw in the marketing. Then they would hire us. And then the team was slightly toxic. I was lying to myself about what was really going on. And then the client was like, this is not what I signed up for. Yep. And that's just bad all the way around. Yep. So you're hearing people talk about be transparent and be understand it's got to start internally with you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think you've got to be clear about why, right? Why mm-hmm. are we doing this? You know, just following the next latest, greatest business trend or, or leadership thing. Yeah, okay. But I think the thing that you've sort of talked about but not said directly is this concept of internal and external transparency. The, one of the positive impacts is trust. Yes. It's trust. Because yes. buyers tend to be skeptical, right? It's like, is the team really as good as he says? Is his team really as world-class as he exhibits in the marketplace? But with transparency comes trust because you have, you've been willing to say, this is where we're great and this is where we're not, right? This is the fit and this isn't. And that piece, we're all trying to know, like, and trust and all of the other. Transparency builds trust. Yes. And it's so important for success. Absolutely. Because, you see, they have to know what to expect from you. There's another episode that we did when we're, again, talking about sales and talking about service in sales. And we brought up this term of being a trusted agent. You see, for me, when you talk about the purpose, my purpose is that for every one of our clients, we want to become their trusted agent. Now, please understand where I sit, my clients are my employees. Their clients are the people that we serve. Yep. And so I want to become their trusted agent. I want them to know that I am 100% behind their development. As a matter of fact, just to give you a little bit of peek into our company culture, we have this whole thing about becoming world-class. When you start with us, we have our core values, and in one of our core values is about the pursuit of becoming world-class. And just about everybody hears that. They go through the initial training with it, and they smile and say, oh, that sounds wonderful, and I know what they're all thinking. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay? Because what does it even mean? What does it even mean? And so I spend a lot of time with the team helping my managers understand what it means for them to be world-class and creating environments for them to be world-class so that they can create those environments for their team as well. Why? Because it builds trust. Because they know I am 100% behind them becoming world-class. And when I do that, they turn around and do that for their clients the business's clients as well. And then customer experience goes through the roof, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Here's a big compliment. We have customers now who like my staff better than they like me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. It's totally the point. Yeah, we're not trying to replicate ourselves in our team. That's the limiter of growth, right? That's not the goal yes. here. Yeah. Yes. So let, let's touch on a, a um, Something we, we sort of grazed over a little bit, but I think it's important for our audience to understand that it, it starts on the inside. It starts with you as the owner and you exhibiting that with your team and your team understanding it, and then it impacts the client. But how can we leverage this concept of transparency in our marketing, in our outward-facing messaging? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. And part of the leveraging of transparency in your marketing is understanding that we all, we listen, 
let, let's face it. We know our customers have problems. We know that they have pain points, right? We know that they're dealing with stuff. If they weren't, they wouldn't be contacting us. We wouldn't be in business, right? Yeah. And so in the transparency of your marketing is understanding that they have those pain points, speaking ethically to those pain points, okay? i give you a perfect example. Here's the perfect example. We're doing some market research right now for another one of our clients who is in the medical weight loss industry. And there's another company whose name I'm not going to mention. And we're, they're not in a medical weight loss, but still in the medical prescription drug industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing it all online. And so we're going through and we're actually ordering products from them to see how that process has worked and so on and so forth. And so get to their website. And their first thing was an assessment. And the assessment was 100 bucks. Okay. But what is the actual supplement cost, right? The actual prescription cost. So dug a little bit deeper and found, they said, oh, the prescription is, there are two different types, $90 a month or $120 a month. Okay. We've got that, right? Now, as knowing their customer, that price point fits the pain point that the customer is having. Okay. So I know the pain that the customer is having and how much they're willing to pay, $90 to $120 a month, fits. Beautiful. So we purchase the $100 thing, and then they say, we'll, you know, we'll have someone give you a call to take the next step. The person calls. We have a conversation, and on the call, they tell us it's $230 to $280 a month for the same thing that was $90 a month on the website. okay that's not ethical it's not ethical it's not ethical to to know that this is where i am and tell me you can help me here and then get me later and and try to change the tune later that's not being transparent Okay, put the right price there and let me make a true decision. Oh, but I'm going to scare people away. Guess what? They weren't your ideal customer. And and that's the key. You've got to stop chasing every customer and go after your ideal customer. Because your ideal customer, number one, they want to work with you. Number two, they want to pay you. Number three, when they pay you, they're actually going to feel like they're not paying you enough. That's who you want to work with. And so when we're looking at our marketing, it's to talk to that person. Talk to your ideal customer. Don't talk to the general masses. You know, we do video marketing. And one of the big coaching points that we have to help people with when they're on camera is talking to one person. Because so often, you want to talk to everybody. What y'all need to do. No, no, no. What you need to do. Because I'm talking to you directly. It's about you, my ideal listener to this podcast right now. You're the only one I'm talking to. You. And when I talk directly to you and you're my ideal customer, being transparent and ethical with you is very, very easy. Yep. 
and it's expected and it's in alignment, right? One of the mm-hmm. easiest ways we can do this in, in marketing messaging is first of all, get super clear on who your ideal client is, mm-hmm. boil it down to its essence and say in your offer, if you are this, we can solve that. We understand the pain for that. Then if I'm not this, if I don't fit that, I tune out. I'll go somewhere else. And I'm cool with that. But everything else after that falls into alignment. Yeah. It's it's a natural flow. Yeah. Yeah. So lots to think about when it comes to transparency, right? Internal, external starts with you. So if people have questions about how to really put this into place in their business, obviously you've done this with your team at yeah. internally, you've done it externally with your messaging and your marketing. Where should they go to get some more information on this? Yeah, so a couple of things there. One, on the internal side of being honest with yourself, one of the things I'll tell you is get a coach. Okay, get a coach because one of the things that a good business coach is going to do for you is they're going to hold up a mirror and force you to look at it. <laughs> Okay, and that's going to force you to be, again, to be honest with yourself. Then look at your team, however big your team is, and create the core. Start there with the core team and start being honest and transparent with them and learn. Because it is a learning process of how to do this communication. Okay, and then have that permeate throughout the rest of the team. Now, with your clients and externally, the thing that I'll tell you is you've got to dial in, and Dean said it so well, you've got to dial in your ideal customer, knowing exactly who that person is and talk directly to them. If you don't know how to do that, I got a cheat code for you if that's okay. All right. And what I want you to do is go ahead and just comment in the comments down below and say, please send me the cheat code. We'll reach out to you and we'll get you an actual AI prompt that will help you Define your ideal customer. Awesome. Do it. Don't wait. I'm going to be commenting in the comments below to get my cheat code. I want it. I want it. (laughs) Awesome episode of TV. Lots of amazing stuff. The big thing I take away is it's okay to be uncomfortable because this is an uncomfortable Mm. process, but Mm -hmm. that, that discomfort is where growth comes from. So sort of step into it, baby steps, get your cheat code, And dial in next week for the next episode of The Growth Engineers. We look forward to seeing you then. Yes. Bye, everybody.